you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Going in raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Foster. You are watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. <laughs> and you are Going In SmackDown Live. This Ugh. is the glorious one, Bobby Roode and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, friend, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here, youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Today we're going to talk about NXT and 205 Live. Let's get right into it, Larson, kicking off 205 Live. Man, people are like all in the comments saying, you guys take too long to, to get into your, to start talking about the review. And I'm like, this is a podcast. Usually, have you ever listened to Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast? Oh, he takes forever. Forever. Before he starts talking to his interview guest, I know. Everybody takes forever it's to get very, to the point. The, the, the podcasts that generally get right to the point are the ones that are generally around a half hour long. Yeah. Like RFK tapes. I've been listening to that lately. Oh, how's that? It's good. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, that gets right into it because they're only half hour long. 538 gets right into it also. Yeah. They're usually like closer to an well, hour. Well, but I was, they, they, there's a little casual conversation to kick yeah, off the show. Yeah. A little bit. There's some intros and stuff. Yeah. 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 But I, I, that's like my favorite podcast right now. I feel like, so a lot of people say, you know, going right, you guys, you guys feel like it's like a couple of my friends sitting around and talking, which is a huge compliment. I love when yeah. people say, yeah. it feels like some guys that I like to hang out with talking about wrestling or whatever. I think that's great. That's like what we're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, 538, I feel that way about them. Yeah, I, I can see that. I, see I that. just want to hang out with them. They're the coolest. They're like the nerdiest people ever, but they're the coolest people mm-hmm. ever to me. Mm-hmm. And that's what matters. Anyways, uh, yeah, so no, I'm going <laughs> to yeah, do the plugs first. We're not getting right into the review. No, this Give is me a we break. Do the show. This is what we do. This is what we are. We'll live by the podcast, die by the podcast, right? Your hair does look different today. <laughs> it looks... Do you want to know why? Do you well, you know told me why, but I, I... Do they want to know why? I don't know. Ask Can you them. guys tell? My hair looks probably poofier. It does. Frizzier. It looks like it has less product in it. It does. So I'm, I'm getting my... It doesn't uh, look bad. It just looks different. I'm getting my uh, AC unit installed today. My new HVAC to leap me into the future, hopefully get that energy bill down. Yeah. And my lap, my, the, one, the other one was like from 1998. Energy efficiency. Right. And so... Uh, yeah, because your power bill used to be through the roof during the summer oh, months. Yeah, big time. Bigly. Uh, so uh, long story short, um, I evacuated my house to let them do that uh, because my dog is a nightmare anytime there's anybody else there, as you know. Oh, yes. Um, so, I know she loves you. You shut up. I don't know. Don't talk ill about Gypsy. No, she's growled at me a lot. I took her to my parents' house, which was great, like, for a couple of reasons. Number one, my mom made me some breakfast burritos. Ooh, just cheese and egg all up in my grill. Mmm, so good. And then, uh, doubly, of course, I was able to take my dog there, and she just chills there, right? Um, but I did it, like, early in the morning, so I needed to take a shower. I took a shower at my parents' house. 
and uh, I realized I forgot to bring my my hair cream, mm-hmm. my Dapper Dan hair yeah, it cream. It doesn't look bad. It just looks different. Um, yeah, no, it's a poofier. It's more 70s-ish, I think. I don't know if I'd go that far. Yeah, I put a little bit of whatever my mom has. Some, she has like some gel stuff there. Oh, I put a little right. bit of that, but it didn't really do anything. So anyways, that's why my hair looks different today. I'm sorry if I look like a brand new Steve. Uh, quick programming note. We have a new channel trailer. Yeah. I tried to upload it at sort of like an in, uh, in, in conspicuous time. Yeah. Because it's not a big deal. I just, I wanted something on the front page of the channel for new visitors just to come see. Well, actually, I think more than anything, it's, it's for me, is whenever we go to our channel to do anything and the volume's on on yeah. my computer or your computer, it's the same video playing. It's yeah. like you're the same snippet of audio every and it's like Day. it stopped at like a particularly obnoxious point. Yes, where I'm, I'm like, I'm, oh, I wanted a coffee, and you yeah, didn't I'm want coffee. Yeah, harassing you about not having coffee or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's all irritating. It really is. Why yeah, are we so irritating? I don't know, man. I don't like us to be honest. No, with I really me. don't either. Not a huge us fan. No, no, no. no. Anyways, um, plugs done. Yeah, super chat time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, did. Jay, we actually did no plugs. No plug. Ahead. Jay Sean Lawrence, two dollars. Is it just me, or did NXT feel longer last night? No, I thought it felt shorter. Actually, yeah, I thought if I watched the I watched the the the, the final segment, the main event segment uh, this morning, I watched the rest of it last night. But it actually felt really short. Their tag team division is a joke right now. No, actually, I'm not going to say that. They're it's low, very top heavy. The, it, it is very top heavy. It's very top heavy. The lower half of the tag team division is a joke. Yeah. And that was actually like, yeah. It's not been booked well at all. No, it would, no. Uh, John Curley, $5. Hey, friendos, you guys catch the hand gesture that Granny gave Ciampa? Looked like she was calling him small she in the pants. She was doing this. She's, she's my second. She's my second. I have bad news for Karen. She's fallen down to my third favorite full sailor. Who's tops? Kyle is my favorite. Who? Kyle. He's the big dude. With like the red face because he's screaming oh, and the all guy the time. with the Mysterio shirt on. Yeah, and he has the gold chain and like right. the glasses. All right. Because two weeks ago, and or maybe it was last week, when Adam Cole came out, and uh, and Adam Cole was like retreating or something, I heard Kyle, and this is the reason why I know his name. Plus, Karen told me. Um, he said, "Shut up, Adam!" And then I heard somebody say, "You shut up, Kyle!" Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and then he was yelling at Champa this week. Yeah, a lot. And I was like, "That's my new guy." All right, Granny's number two, and now Karen's th- third. And Karen's third now. She didn't even stand up for EC three. She like just sat there for EC. I'm like, it's EC three. Yeah. Everybody else was like, "Oh, he's the best party guy." Maybe she doesn't like EC three. I think she. Li- I don't know. Maybe she doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Demarcus Williams, $4. NBA Live or NBA 2K? Oh, 2K. Although, what's the one that had that video where uh, Andrew Bynum was Jesus posing? Oh, that was NBA. Oh, what was that called? Well, it was EA Games. It wasn't live? It might have been. I think it was like when they tried to reboot it live. Yeah, but they didn't release that version of the game because it was so glitchy. Alto Botalhe, what's the scariest haunted house you've gone in? A legit haunted house, and I legitimately saw a ghost. Yeah. I told Bama the story last night. Bad move. She's three. It's terrified. Um, it was a uh, long story short. It was in England. I lived on an air force base that had a priory, which is like a place that used to house monks and nuns. Mm-hmm. Right. I was there when I was 10 years old. They did like a, a haunted house type thing. It was a beautiful, amazing looking mansion looking thing. Right. 
Um, and everybody was there sort of dressed up in Halloween, goofy outfits and stuff. And they were sort of guiding you through the house. But it was a long line of people. So I was standing in a long line in this crazy like haunted house type thing. And there was like goofy parents with like ghost outfits on and skeletons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was just waiting to get through the line in one of the rooms. And I look over in the distant corner. And I swear to God, there was some floating lady there who was translucent. I could see through her. Freaked me the hell. It was one of those things you ever see. Like, I kind of related to, like, 9-11 when I was looking at the buildings. I was like, wait, did I just really see that? It's like yeah. one of those things that you have a hard time processing. Yeah, yeah. Same Can't thing. Can't really comprehend it. Probably just a shaft of light that I, you know. You never but know. Still, it could have been a ghost, Steve. I say it was a ghost. Could have been. I've never seen a ghost. I don't know if I've ever been in a real haunted house. Yeah. I've been the one at Disneyland. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, Bartholomew von Flavenstein. Von Flavenstein. Well, I always say it wrong. It's Stein, I think. Oh, Steen. You're right. Is it Steen? I think it's either one. I no, say he corrected it. me once, and I oh. forgot. Two dollars. Say my name. Though I can't remember that. Bartholomew von Flavenstein. Yeah, I think that's right. Trey Saunders, five dollars, sending this while at work, so I'll have to check the recap when I'm off and high as f at the gym. Keep it gnarly, friendos. Just keep away. If you're going to be high, keep away from the heavy equipment. I mean, he he probably he, I don't know. He knows what he's doing. Kyle, Kyle Young, two dollars. Stephen Larson bashing brand. Going to unsubscribe. We're bashing. bashing our own brand. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's that's okay. That's okay. We're used to it on YouTube. People unsubscribe all the time. Yeah. OG Sneakerhead, $5. <laughs> Whether they intend to or not. Yeah. Do you think Vince would like Finn if he was just the demon? Because I read that Vince Vince finds Finn boring without the demon stuff. Probably. He probably would. How do you please the man who has everything? Anyways, uh, yeah. I think we should probably get started with the Yeah, I suppose. Now. Look at that. We're only eight. Eight, almost nine minutes in. Almost less than 10 minutes. So people are complaining that it takes us 10 minutes to talk about wrestling. They should be happy. Exactly. I agree. 205 Live. Was this a fun episode? Yeah, it was uh, relatively fun. Yeah, it was because Leo Rush was on and he had a match yeah. and a promo. Yeah. And he fought a jobber. Yeah. Those three ingredients right there. I will love you, 205 Live, if you simply give me Leo Rush against a jobber and a Leo Rush promo. Very happy with those things. All right. Show kicked off with a pretty good match between Kalisto and Tony Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't any, uh, there was no Buddy Murphy. There was no Lucha House Party out ringside during this match. It was strictly a one on one affair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, good match. Story you'd expect. Kalisto utilizing his quickness. Tony Nice trying to overpower him. Um, but then it was when Tony Nice was trying to do his high flying stuff. Um, it, it, yeah, it, it, uh, it, uh, it failed to try to do that moonsault. Yeah. Didn't hit Kalisto. Kalisto eventually hit a Salida del Sol. Um, picked up the win. Dude, we can we can just stop the podcast yeah. here. Kendall Hurd just dropped a hundo on us. Wow. $100 oh my gosh. from Kendall Hurd. Thank you for everything, friendos. Thanks, Thank everybody. You. We'll talk to you guys later. I'm yep. here. Yep. Time for lunch. <laughs> Thanks, Kendall Hurd. That's Thank very nice. Thank you so much. Yes. Very Neil generous. Neil Wallington, Thank you. two pounds. Hi, bet ends. That's all. Okay. <laughs> we get $100 and then, hey, bet ends. Um, yeah, so then... Uh, After the match, yeah. Buddy Murphy comes down to the, the base of the ramp, meets Kalisto there. He goes after him, starts attacking him, has him, like, over his head. Well, I like it because Kalisto was trying to get pet. <laughs> All oh, he yeah. wanted to do was walk to the back. I know. And Buddy Murphy, the bully that he is, said, no, you're not going to do that. And then Kalisto did the slowest juke I've ever seen. You know, like, Allen Iverson used to, like, literally break people's ankles. Yeah, yeah. I can never I can get, never get enough of when somebody on Twitter will post, like, a, a street ball oh, that's video 
when some dude comes out there and it's usually the most innocuous, like the smallest looking dude you'd never expect. And he just balls. Yeah. And he like just brings like literally breaks ankles on the there court. There was one yes. I saw. I should have retweeted you with it um, or sent it to you because he did this. And then they did a zoom in on the guy's ankle and it was going the wrong way. Going the wrong way. So Kalisto tried to do that, but he's not quick enough. Um, Buddy Murphy was able to pick him up. Yeah, held him over his head. Yeah. Lince Dorado runs down, makes the save. Double super kick for Buddy. That was fun. Crowd should have appreciated it more because they were kind of silent for that double super kick. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that was cool. It was cool. Plus, Lince Dorado's outfit is amazing. Anything that incorporates that level of fluorescent green is amazing Mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. I was a big fan of the, what are they called? Constructicons? Mm -hmm. The Transformers? Mm -hmm. Man. Yeah, that kind of bright fluorescent yellow green. Oh, I can't get enough of purple. It. Fun story about that. My parents bought that for me. It came broken. They had to take it back. Didn't get me a new one. What they get you? Not instead? a fun story. What'd nothing. Nothing. So it was broken. Did you have an option to keep the broken one instead of getting nothing? I don't think I did. See, my parents are super cool and they're like the nicest people ever. I don't know why they would have done that. Maybe it's just an oversight. The more I think about it, my parents used to mess with me a lot. Like, there was that Christmas where I really wanted the first Batman movie, the Michael yeah, Keaton uh, one. Yeah, the VHS on tape VHS. Thing. thing. Yeah, that's a funny story. And, <laughs> and on Christmas Eve, we were allowed to open up one gift yeah, each. Yeah, And so, like, my parents wrapped a blank VHS tape. Yeah, that's pretty funny. In a present. And they were like, they were like, Stevie, trust me, you don't want to open that one. I'm like, no, I know what that is. They were like, no, you don't want to open that. Trust me. I'm like, I know what that is. And then I opened it. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, I told you not to open it. Man. They fucking swerved me. Like so now the next, that I so think the next about day, you it, got Batman. Yeah, but I wanted it Christmas Eve. I mean, they're trying to teach you something. There's a lesson there to be had. No, I think they're just like evil people. But then my mom hooked up some heck of good breakfast burritos this well, morning. Not evil. Cruiserweight <laughs> title. Hey, my mom. It was cracked me up though. I put that uh, uh, on Instagram uh, on our Instagram the other day. Instagram.com forward slash Stephen Larson or whatever it is. Um, the our Adam Mayhem announcement, mm-hmm. and you know, of course, it's filled with people who Adam Mayhem has that heel heat with. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, "Yeah, people don't like that guy, huh? Why? Why is he around?" <laughs> Did you explain to her it's, it's it's more about getting a reaction as opposed to no people supporting or cheering somebody? No, I said, I said, Mom, I don't know. He's garbage. He's so not garbage. You tell me. He's not garbage. Stop with that. After that, He's we had a H champion cruiserweight title contract signing. Um, I like Drew Gulak in this. Cedric Alexander is magnificent in the ring and his character work in ring is great. These things never really work. Like him on the mic never works for me. You know what's, what's, what's interesting about Cedric is when he's like his reactions to people talking are really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like all the stuff when Drew was talking, his reactions were great. And there'd be lines here and there that I thought he delivered well. I just don't think he's given much to work with. Mm-hmm, yeah. He's, he's just kind of generic baby face. And it's yeah. just not a whole lot to work with. Whereas Drew has a lot to work with. Mustafa yeah. Ali, whether it's from his own creation or from creative, he has a lot to work with. I don't know, man. I don't know. I've seen, I've seen guys work, do more with a lot less than so, Sorry. My goodness. All right. I've seen guys do a lot more with a lot less. I like the bit when he was in the ring talking like ages ago, talking about his kids. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Like mm-hmm. when he told his little girl that he's a champion or some stuff like mm-hmm. that, Thought that was really effective. Otherwise, I don't know. I just feel like he's a bit. I think I just think he'd be he'd work better as a heel. Yeah. No, I know? agree. Um, so, anyways, uh, Drew Gulak. I kind of like the, the the aspect of this uh, contract signing. 
Drew Gulak wanted to make a little statement, and Cedric was like, dude, come on, let's just sign this thing. I don't yeah, need yeah, to hear yeah. anything you have no, to say. No, that was good. Yeah, that was good. And Drew was like, hold on a second. I wanted to say that I respect what you've done with the championship, but then, you know, circled back around, probably I'm going to make you tap out mm-hmm. or something like that. So it was cool. Did not result in violence, though. No, no violence. It was backstage. Yeah. I mean, I thought Cedric's performance was better than a lot of his uh, kind of interview bits. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. No. I just find his character, like, he needs something to chew on. I know, that's what I'm he saying. Does, yeah, he does need something to chew on. Some guys don't need... Drew, uh, Drew McIntyre, he could literally have nothing and still be compelling as hell. Yeah. He could have less than nothing. Yeah. Anyways, it's true. Unfair comparison. Next up, we had uh, my favorite uh, match of the year, Leo Rush versus Ricky Martinez. Ricky looked he looked pretty yoked, man. Yeah. He looked he, he looked like a stud. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he was no match I for Leo Rush. He's had matches at NXT before. I think he's been in tag matches. The name Could sounded be. very familiar. Could be. Are you thinking of Raul Mendoza? No. That dude is Jobber to the Stars, man. Is he yeah. ever gonna get his own name and, and gimmick? Oh, repackaging? He need like if dude, if they gave that to Kona Reeves. Yeah, Raul no. Mendoza deserved it far long, far before oh, yeah, Kona yeah, Reeves did. Yeah. Boy, they jobbed the crap out of Kona Reeves. Oh last yeah, they night. did. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> EC3 kicked out of that finish. I know. Maybe back to the drawing board with old Kona Reeves. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a bit because we can talk about that, I feel, for a while. Yeah. Anyways, Leo Rush came out and, uh, and dropped a promo. This promo was great because it came off like a 2K18 promo. Because mm-hmm. not once did he say Ricky Martinez's name. No. He, ta- he called him Kid and Guy and Dude and whatever. He never said his name. He said, you look great. I've heard a lot about you. I'm sorry, I should do my Christopher Walken voice. You look great. I've heard a lot about you, kid. Too fast, too fast. You look great. I've heard a lot about you, but I'm the man of the hour. That's all I got. Yeah. It was good. It's so obvious that Leo Rush, and I love this, everything he does that isn't in the ring is slow. Mm -hmm. And you can tell by the way he walks and the way he gets into the ring it's so deliberately oh, yeah. slow oh, yeah. to enhance. And I love the story that uh, 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 Percy was dropping about Leo saying that he started to do like extra training to oh, even yeah, increase yeah, 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 his yeah, yeah. speed. Yeah. That's such an important aspect of him because he can say whatever he wants on the mic. Man, he dazzles in the ring. Oh, yeah. I absolutely like Even in a match against a dude like Ricky Martinez. I, know. We've, I, I feel like we've barely seen all of what Leo Rush can do while in to on 205 Live. Yeah, yeah. Just scratching the surface. Yeah. Once they get him in there with like dude like Lince Dorado or Kalisto. I'm just thinking, give him like a 20-minute main event type match on 205 Live. Yeah. He'll get there, man. Oh, yeah. He'll definitely no, get there. No, in a there. matter of a few weeks, I think he'll be It'll there. be interesting to see him against a dude like Drew Gulak, though. A guy who isn't, who's like, you know, contrapuntal, if you will. Yes. To what Leo Rush has to offer. Yeah. Um, a guy who's looking to bring it down on the mat, not against a high flyer, but against a dude who's just super duper quick. That could be an interesting matchup right mm-hmm, there. It'd mm-hmm, be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, obviously, Leo Rush beat uh, Ricky Martinez. Oh, yes. um, I believe with a, a splash, right? Yeah, final hour. Yeah. Um, afterwards, Akira Tozawa comes down to the ring. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, correctly, uh, Leo Rush didn't want anything to do with him. He uh, left. Yeah, pretty much. Which brought us to our main event. The Brian Kendrick versus Cedric Alexander. Oh, yeah, that was one aspect. I forgot about this main event. That was one aspect about the contract signing that I liked was Cedric saying, your buddy Brian Kendrick, 
is going to find out. He's going to see what I'm going to do to you at SummerSlam. Yeah. yeah. I like that aspect. A little bit of a mean streak. Yes. So I like that. That was good. And for the most part, Cedric delivered upon that because when it was a fair one-on-one fight, Cedric dominated. Yeah. It wasn't until Drew Gulak came down to ringside, mm-hmm. kind of stuck his nose in business, that Brian Kendrick managed to get the upper hand. Yeah. Drew was on um, commentary after he commentary. He interfered a little bit. And they asked, uh, where's uh, Jack Gallagher? I don't know where he is. I don't know where he is. He knew. Of course. He knew. This is probably Brian Kendrick's best match in quite a while. Mm-hmm, yeah. It was a really good performance from him. Cedric, as usual, great. Um, Finnis saw Cedric reverse slice bread into a lumbar check and a hell of a sell. Mm-hmm. Hell of a sell yeah. by Brian Kendrick. Yeah, it was real good. Looks like a fun move to sell. Um, so Cedric picks up the win. Um, afterwards, Drew gets up out of the commentary table or from behind the commentary table, gets on the apron. Jack Gallagher comes in from out of nowhere, headbutts Cedric. Um, the heels start going after Cedric. Drake Maverick and a bunch of refs come running down in the ring, break it up. Drake's telling Drew, if you continue with this, match is off. It's off, yeah. It's off. Yeah. Um, so they stopped. Jordan Davis here in chat had a good question that I'd like to pose to you. He said, where would Leo Rush be? If he didn't tweet that thing about Emma, he said maybe North American champion. I wouldn't go that far. Um, I do kind of wonder if he so like, you know, the the not so secret knock on Leo is is he's had issues with his attitude backstage. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. people that's sort of gone around it, whether it's true or not. It seems like it probably is. Um, if he was like Mr. Super Duper Good Attitude. He probably still would have landed on 205 yeah, Live. Right? Yeah, He's yeah, in yeah, a yeah. very prominent spot on 205 Live, a place where he can totally thrive and build that brand. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he would have like continued a trajectory in NXT. There was no need for that, I don't no, think. No. I really don't. And no, I, th- I, I think just the attitude issues, if true, were just kind of kept him off TV for a while. Yeah. But they also might have done that just so whenever he came to 205 Live or wherever. It was more of a shock exactly. for people to see him wrestle. Exactly. That could be, yeah. But I don't know. I, I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Yeah. Um, let's take some super chats. Tom Fox, $5, adding Tino Sabatelli to the Kona EC3 Dream Feud, yay or nay. I know he's out on injury, but I think it would add to the feud. I just, I don't think, uh, I don't know, man. I just don't, I don't see, I don't, I don't know what Tino's ceiling is. I don't know why they broke him and Riddick Moss up. They were actually... I felt like finding a decent rhythm. Yeah, I know. I feel the same way. I mean, they were on par. They would have been the same level as Street Profits and Heavy Machinery, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, the Mighty, who I think are are slumming it in that area, they should know why. What the doing Mighty with them. should be up there with War Machine and Mustache Mountain. Era, Mustache Mountain, yes, right. Um, There's like such cartoonish heels at this point now. But like, I don't even know why do you buy, look. This is going to sound messed up, and it, it's not supposed to. With them signing so much independent circuit talent why are they bothering with guys like Kona Reeves I don't know I don't know either you know what I mean like I just don't know I don't know how much how many more like truly developmental guys are gonna have a chance coming up through the system I really well, I mean, don't. there's gonna be you know obvious, and he probably had some time on the independent yeah he I was, think he did a little bit but I mean yeah. like you're gonna have you're gonna have stars like Velveteen Dream, who's a develop, developmental sure. guy, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, he the, is such a breakthrough And that's what guy. I'm saying. I'm saying is the guys that have obvious star potential, they'll manage to break through. I mean, Kona Reeves, maybe he does. I don't feel like we've seen it yet. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but short How, yeah. of that, of having that obvious breakthrough 
ability, it's going to be really hard for developmental, purely developmental guys to make a whole lot of headway in NXT, I feel it's like. Just, it's odd to have a gimmick that's so... Because it is unintentionally he's only, hilarious, he's only 26. right? Yeah, no, he was wrestling on the independent circuit before signing with WB. For a year? Yeah. Um, his gimmick, What? what's the point? It's unintentionally hilarious, right? Don't they, don't, they don't mean for it to be that goofy funny, right? I don't know. I don't know either. They might. It's like, I mean, he's like a... I don't know. He's like a he's like an '80s henchman from an '80s movie. Sorry, an '80s movie henchman, or like from Miami Vice. He's like a, a funny creative character, kind like of. a guy that we would sit down and, and make. It's like, oh, hey, let's. No, make it's a like funny... I, I think what they're going for is Robert Davi in an '80s action movie, but instead, what they got was Robert Davi's number two, <laughs> his henchman. That's that's even too obscure for me, too. Oh, you remember who Robert Davi is? He was villains in all sorts of '80s okay, action movies. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Robert D A V I. You see the face, you'll recognize it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, yes. okay. I'm yes. happy we agree on that. You are correct. <laughs> Courtney Summers, $5. Suzuki versus Okada was brutal as hell this morning. Night 13 is worth the... They're on night 13 already? Yeah, we're way behind. We're on night three. Yeah. Oh, man. Night 13 is worth the watch. Oh, and Suzuki Goon Ichiban. Suzuki Goon is Ichiban. Heck yeah, man. James McBreen, $5, power rank the wrestlers in the loser locker room that would gain by wrestling a bear a la Tracy Smothers and the Destroyer. Imagine the pop Kurt Hawkins would get if his first win in two years is over a bear. It'd be, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kurt That's, Hawkins. Yeah, Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. Sure. Uh, Although, Mojo versus a bear could be kind of interesting, too. Yeah, but he wasn't established as if, as if his locker was in the loser locker room. He walked into it. Oh, I don't know. I think, I, see, I think it's this. I think he feels he's graduating from the loser locker room, but he's still, for this moment. I'm, I'm just basing that assumption on the geography of the scene as it played out. His he trajectory? Walked, yes, he walked into there, not as like, I'm going to go in my locker. He went to the loser locker room oh, to talk yeah. crap. I don't know, man. They're probably like, dude, your stuff is right there. I mean, that's entirely possible. Uh, Lee Morris Pitt, five euros, loving super kicks, and how you keep kayfabe signing off as Ann Larson. Well, that's my name. That's his name. That's not kayfabe. Also, also, little euros are called cents. Really? Whoa. No idea. Um, says, any friendos going to the next OTT show? Any friendos out there, let Lee Morris Pitt know. Hey, tweet at us, at Real Going and Raw. If you're going to go to a show, if anybody wants to do a friendo meetup yeah, yeah. without Steven Larson there, it's still a friendo meetup. Uh, tweet at us. We'll tweet retweet. at us. We'll retweet it. So people know. And if you guys take a, pe- a picture at one of these friendo meetups, we will show it on the show. Yes. Tommycat, $2. Hashtag Walter for H champion. Hashtag Chop Mayhem. I'm with that. No, man. Loso Boricua, Boricua, sorry, $5. What's up, Steven Larson? Love you guys. Steve, take your top off. I would, but I got to be tranquilo because I got night dough on my shirt right now. Oh, Zach Stolpe, $2. Idea for post-show reaction. Suzuki and Pancraze MMA. I'll make it happen. Find a good link for me, Zach Stolpe. Well, I showed you that video of him almost twisting that guy's head off. We'll do, maybe we'll do that one. Whatever. It's post-show. We can do whatever we want. It's It's our post-show. We can do what we want. Absolutely. Um, um, NXT time, I believe. NXT time. Uh, show kicked off with Steve's favorite heavy machinery. Um, this was like my least favorite. This was my least favorite NXT segment, maybe of the year. Versus the Mighty. I don't know what they're doing with the Mighty. A um, whole lot of nothing, man. I know it's a bummer because they're so good, and they spent all that time. 
producing those those two that two part documentary series that should have got them over as huge faces. I know. I know. And they jawed him out to the authors of Pain in the first round of the I know. Dusty Classic. That's terrible. That's t- somebody backstage don't like him. That must be it. Which is weird because they seem like the nicest dudes. I know. You know? I know. That's part of the problem. I do not believe them as heels whatsoever. No. And heels generally aren't as I don't know. I get the feeling the way they've been booked, the two of them couldn't take on Otis by themselves. Because didn't they do that like yeah, two weeks they won, ago? Yeah, I think they had to cheat to do it. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I could believe them as heels if they didn't book them as kind of hapless heels. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, if they, they were Eddie style, like smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They got to be crafty. Yeah, but yeah. they're not. No. They awkwardly cheat and then don't even do that well. No. It's terrible. I think all the matches they've won since they've turned heel just because they had their feet on the ropes. Yeah. Like, show some brutality. I know. Be vicious. Be vicious. You've got black trench coats. Mm-hmm. You've got, like, cool new black and white themed gear. Mm-hmm. That should be pretty vicious. Mm-hmm. But Agreed. it's not. No. It's just sort of they're on, they're hapless. They're they're starting to go into, like, comedic heel tag team comedy act. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so, yeah, we had Heavy Machinery versus The Mighty. It was an okay match. At a certain point. Street Profits just shut up in the crowd. So, their music hits. They, their lights, their weird spotlight stuff is happening. They're dancing in the crowd. Happy to be back, I guess. Montez Ford had some sort of weird mouth injury, and then he had, he was on honeymoon. I don't know. I'm, I'm over it. I'm over them. I'm over heavy machinery, and at this point, I'm kind of over the mighty because they're not going to do anything cool with them. I don't know. Yeah, I, this this how, entire segment, how, I was like, and how. I was like, why the hell are they out there? Yeah, they just distracted everybody, but they distracted the mighty more. So heavy machinery got the win. Yeah, Otis hit the compactor on, on uh, I don't remember which one, which the mighty guy got pinned, but it was one of them. Was this like a was this, so full sales like developmental, in totale, like in, including the production people in the back? Yes. Did like at Gorilla? Did somebody hit the wrong button and tell them to go out during the match when it was like kayfabe wise? Like, did I don't get it. Why do they just show up? Yeah, I don't get the motivation for interrupting. How do they have the stroke to say, hey, there's a match going on. Turn on our music and our weird light show, and we're going to go in through the crowd. See, it would make more sense if they just come in through the crowd sans music. Yeah, I know. Exactly. But then they had had like a whole party. How about this? I've been cool, and granted, you can't really tell the crowd to do this. Although, according to somebody on Twitter, um, (laughs) they've been trying to pay fans into doing things. Um, say, Say Street Profits come out. No music, no lights. And the crowd just starts singing their theme. Yeah. That would have been cool. That, yeah, Stuff be cool. like that yeah. would have been awesome. Yeah. Of course, that's not what we got. Yeah. Hear the whole crowd going, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> that would be incredible. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, incre- it's, it's, it's mind-boggling how badly they've bungled the bottom half of the tag division on NXT. I mean, they've been booking Undisputed Era perfectly, Mustache oh, yeah. Mountain pretty much perfectly. Yeah. They've been booking War Raiders pretty good. Yeah, they're 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 giving us a little taste here and there. Yeah, I'm still not like the promo bit last night with them in Mustache Mountain. I don't know. Really? Like the 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 mic work. I don't know. Yeah. It's a little forced, uh, a little stilted. I love Mustache Mountain because I like look. Oh, no, they're great. They're very comfortable. I'm a big England Anglophile or whatever you want to call it, Anglophile, I guess. Um, but yeah, I love that I couldn't understand half of what they said. It was especially Tyler Bate. He's such a mumbler. Mm-hmm. We're gonna make him. He was leaning right We're gonna be big, big strong boys. <laughs> he called them big strong boys. I picked that up. <laughs> We're a couple of big strong boys. I love Trent Seven. Oh, he's great. I want to be him. Um, so yeah, heavy machinery picks up the win. I don't know what this means for the body. They're probably getting called the main be jobbers on the main roster, which is a bummer. 
It's a bummer, man. Who's got a higher ceiling, the Revival or the Mighty? Right now, the Revival. You think so? Yeah, they beat Roman and Bob Lashley. That's true. The Mighty Canyon beat Heavy Machinery. But the Revival are shrinking. They're like three inches smaller, like week to week, it seems. No, like. they're not shrinking. They're just that was facing so larger competitors. When I saw them on TV, I was like, why do they look so short? I'm so telling weird. you, they're like 5'10". They're <laughs> not even that short, I guarantee it. Oh, man, anyways. Next, Mustache Mountain versus Matt Knotts and Brendan Taylor. One of these guys, the heavier dude. That was Matt Knotts. See? You'll Wait, be... the more muscular guy? No, the heavier dude. Oh, Brendan in, Taylor. Yeah. Uh, he was on Championship Wrestling from Hollywood oh, a couple really? weeks ago. Oh, really? That's the, I was like, man, it, watching Championship Wrestling from Hollywood what paid was off. His, what was his name in Championship Wrestling Don't remember. Do not remember. But he wore basically the same thing, which is not a lot. But then he also wore like, um, like a, I'm going to say a skirt. Like a kilt? Kind of. But it was just made of like, I don't know, brown denim or something. Okay. Yeah, he's got kind of a, I don't know, kind of a Viking-ish thing going for All him. Right. Apparently he was some sort of jobber, then he turned into kind of like a psycho dude. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's kind of cool, though. And it was neat to see him on NXT. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, Mustache Mountain versus Jobber and Jobber. One of those jobbers was jacked. Yeah, that was Matt Knotts. Matt Knotts. I haven't huge. seen him before. No, he was massive. That dude was jacked, though. Um, of course, Mustache Mountain won. Mm-hmm. Trent Seven pins Taylor after the finisher. Um, afterwards, Mustache Mountain grabbed the mics, dropped the promo. Oh, I love said, it. Uh, so we're going to invoke our rematch clause at TakeOver. So we're going to get Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain because there TakeOver was, Brooklyn. There was zero uh, resentment over Tyler Bate throwing in the towel. You know, the health and well-being of taught us about everything. You know, so threw in the towel. Yeah, like, Trenton made it sound like it was okay. his fault. It's yeah. okay. It's, it's on me. It's, it was like so pleasant. Yeah. I want to hang out with those big, strong boys. Yeah. Maybe I can have a big strong boy meet up when I go to Scotland. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Big strong boys. (laughs) I freaking love them. I got to love them. Um, After that, we had uh, EC3 versus the finest Kona Reeves. Um, This essentially was a match to set up EC3 versus Velveteen Dream. Yeah, because I feel like Velveteen's Dream's promo in the middle of the match here's another situation where a match is completely interrupted stopped cold in fact yeah because someone else entered full sale but in this case it's velveteen dream so he's allowed to do it oh i know he's great he can do whatever he wants he's great and he has the power to stop like he changes the nature of space time because he said oh i forgot and does this and the lights just do what he wants them to do that's great oh it's great yeah so i'm probably being hypocritical by saying it's totally fine for velveteen dream and not for Street Profits, but that's because I love Velveteen Dream and Street Profits not so much. What are you going to do? Anyways. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, uh, this match kicked off. It was, you know, back and forth. Velveteen Dream comes out and uh, he invites EC3 to his experience to the, to his experience. I don't know if next week they're going to film like maybe Velveteen Dream's sex lair. Yeah, I don't and know. EC3 will come down there and be like, oh, I have that. I have that. <laughs> We should be a team, you know? Yeah. I have that. <laughs> it's like, you got any blow around here? That's what I want to see. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Velveteen Dream says something like, seems like somebody here is still hung up on Royal Albert Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Because remember. Yeah. Velveteen Dream had an injury. Remember. Hopped off the apron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When uh, EC3 was going for a hot tag, EC3 lost the match. Yeah. Um, And so, uh, and then the great thing is, so 
He distracted EC3, obviously, by yeah. cutting a promo. Yeah. And that allowed Kona Reeves, once the promo was done, when time resumed at its normal pace, yes. Kona Reeves rolled up behind EC3, dropped his finish on him. Hawaiian drop. Tried to go for the pin. EC3 kicks out oh, yeah. of a distracted finisher. Yeah. Which is like the the least like the least beatable thing in the world. Like you're never supposed to kick oh, out of I a know. distracted finish. And then pretty much immediately hit his own finisher, the one yes. percent got the win. Yes. If that's not a burial for Kona Reeves, oh, I don't know. Oh man. The finest no more. Who's like was Kona Reeves so invested in this? Here's here's my speculation. All right. Kona. They're backstage. Conan, we're going to work on your character. I've got an idea. The finest Conan Reeves. Okay, what does that mean? I like the finest things like in life. Fi- okay, cool. So how are we going to do that? Remember Robert Davi? <laughs> you ever seen Delta Force 2? <laughs> I, got, I, picked, I went to Kohl's, and I picked up this great 80s-looking white sports See, here's blazer. the thing. I went to a video store, and the few video stores left in the Central Florida area it was closing down, and they're selling all their tapes for a dollar. So I loaded up on all their 80s action yeah. movies. and. 45% of them had Robert Davi as the villain. <laughs> and he was... <laughs> and I thought, he always has the finest stuff. The finest. Yeah. Kona Reeves, the finest. Like, okay, well, that's good, Kona. But we also have this other idea. We've been working with some of, some of our top guys that, no, 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 listen. Robert Davi. <laughs> finest. Finest. And they're like, okay, fine. We'll do this. See how it goes. But it's been six weeks. Time to move on to another idea. <laughs> exactly. Kona Reeves. Exactly. Moving on. EC3 interview. He said he will have a summit, a conversation with uh, Velveteen Dream. Yes. That was great. <laughs> he said, I'm the best here. I'm the best there. Oh, the best man. everywhere. He's, uh, he, it's so, it's so cokehead is his gimmick. That hair just gets crazier and yeah, crazier every week. Yeah, i with that. It gets, he's, he's got like, product in it, so that's the intention. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like somehow during the match, it gets better. Um, then we had Candice LeRae versus Shayna Baszler. This was a fun match, man. I really dug this oh, match. Oh, yeah. It was a fun match. Candice got to do all those cool stuff she does. That crazy moonsault. She didn't hit the moonsault yeah, this but time. Yeah, it's still, it's still a it fantastic It still was like moonsault. butter, man. It's smooth as heck. They did that cool thing where they both went to the top and Candace tried to drop, I think, like a top rope DDT or something on her. a swinging neckbreaker. Oh, okay, yeah. But then Shayna reversed it into just her, choking her out. Yeah, yeah. So but that was Candace awesome. Candace got to the ropes. Yeah. But in the end, uh, Shayna evaded a moonsault, hit a penalty kick, put Candace in the clutch. Mm-hmm. Candace has to tap. Yeah. After the bell rings, Shayna puts uh, the clutch back on, and then Kyrie Sane comes out and makes a save. And Kyrie Sane was mad. She yeah. wanted to fight. She also had a leather jacket on, so that's how I knew she was mad. Um, Shayna also did the thing where she, like, after, I think it was after the match, she put Candace's arm during like the this. Match. Oh, was that during the match? Yeah, oh, I thought it was the after the match. Maybe she okay. did again after, but she did during. She was working over Candace's arm. Okay. Um, part of, like, the middle third of the match, at least, Candace was wrestling the match as if she could only use one arm. Is Candace safe? Is she good? Because losing to the champion on NXT TV... Safe I would have thought they would have what respect uh, not protected. Did they, should they have protected her a bit more? Kept her in line for a title shot as opposed well, to. I mean, that's what messed my feelings. But I also, you know, I really like Candice LeRae. I think she's great. I have more faith in her. I think that she'll be okay. No, I think she will too because yeah. she puts on good matches. Yeah, she puts on like really good matches. Um, interested just to see how far they want to take the Shayna Baszler thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're gonna because. 
I'm telling you, if she comes into Survivor Series, if they do that horsewoman versus horsewoman thing, she comes into Survivor Series still as NXT Women's Champion. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, yeah, they got to do that. They'd talk about elevating a division like yeah, that. Yeah, they got to have her as NXT Women's Champion, Ronda Rousey as Raw Women's Champion, and then you got to have uh, Sasha and Bayley with the tag belts, and then Becky Lynch with the, with the SmackDown Live Championship. Yeah. I think that'd be fantastic. Yeah, I think so. That's what you got to do. Uh, next up, we had uh, Mustache, Mustache Mountain. Mountain. They were outside. Yeah. They were walking around outside in their ring gear. Yeah. Which is odd. Just but talking to each other. It's very humid in Florida, so I figure it probably feels good. Yeah. They're probably just used to the... Yeah, the summer heat humidity in Florida, yeah. Although it's it's pretty hot in England right now. I think it's hot everywhere. Yeah. I'm getting swallowed up by the sun, man. Mm-hmm. This damn flat earth of, our, of ours. I was going to say something there, but didn't come out quite right. Mustache Mountain was in the parking lot, walking around, and being then, interviewed. But who else was it in the... No, they weren't being interviewed. They were just talking. Oh, they were just... Oh, uh, yeah. Well, they had a camera guy in them, so yeah, I no, figured but, an interview no, was going to happen. I don't think there, it was it was a question uh, instigated the conversation. I think they were just talking. But regardless, someone else was in the parking lot. Also in their ring gear. War, War Raiders. Raiders. And they said, we met, we said last week, where it comes out of this tag match at Brooklyn, we want them. Yeah. It's all set up for War Games, man. Yeah, no, I agree, and it's going to be amazing. Yep. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Tyler Tyler Bates over two big strong boys. <laughs> Next week we get Keith Lee making his NXT debut. I'm excited. I'm very excited about that. That's fantastic. And he's fighting that Marcel dude. Oh, yeah, I've heard good things about him. I've heard really, really good things about him, so I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. called out by somebody either on Twitter or in the comments saying, that Marcel dude's real name is Marcel blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know. Bethel? Barthel? Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Anyways, I'll find out next week. He's going to fight Keith Lee, and then I'll know his name for good. Yes. So just be patient. Um, finally, our main event segment, Tommaso Ciampa came out, dropped the promo. Yep. Great stuff. Yep. He is a heat magnet. I love him so much. He's the best heel in wrestling right now. Oh, God. He's so good. He's so good. Goes right up to Granny. Putting that belt right there. I am your NXT team. And he does that. This is my NXT thing because mm-hmm. everybody has mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. This is my NXT. Goes up right up to Granny's face. I am your, your champion. Asshole chance. It was great. It was fantastic. Oh, it was fantastic. Alistair Black starts to come out to the ring, but Gargano sprints past him, runs to the ring and starts attacking Tommaso Ciampa. He grabs the mic and says repeatedly, you're only champion because of me. You're only champion because of me. Fire me, you can't fire me. You're only champion because of me. And then bang, black mass yeah, on he, uh, Gargano. He turned around, eats black mass from Crowd uh, instantly black. turns on Gargano. You yeah. deserved it. Yeah. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Because it's true. Yeah. It is. Oh, that was pretty funny. Gargano is becoming what he disliked most in Ciampa. Yeah. He's becoming overcome with his own feelings of resentment and bitterness. Gargano is. Yeah, but it just doesn't fit him as well as it fits Gar- uh, Ciampa. Oh, obviously not. So with Gargano. That's why this this is all the redemption arc for yeah. Johnny Gargano, yeah. not Tommaso Ciampa. Alistair Black sits down next to him and says, what did he say? Something like, you're right, you are you are the only reason I'm not an NXT champ yeah. or something like yeah. that. And gets up and walks away. That was great. Gargano got to went on the Twitters afterwards and said, my relationship, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like he's on the precipice of just being like, you're too much, dude. You're too much for us. Great wrestler, but you're just too much. Yeah. Because he's like, my relationship with the NXT crowd is built on 100% honesty and transparency. It's like a friggin' PR release. Yeah, it is. Uh, and he said, uh, you're absolutely right. I did deserve that, blah, blah, blah. 
I'm like, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Fun episode of NXT. Let's open some mail. We have two packages from, from Draft, Draft House, House Games. Draft House Games. They're always sending us cool stuff. I know. Scissors, come to me. Invoice, it is. And this is some NXT trading cards. One autograph per box. Oh, oh man, man, that's cool. Look at this. That's cool. Oh, man. So, like, your dog doesn't really play tug, right? No. Because Zoe's kind of on the old side. Gypsy will love this. Yeah. It's a money in the bank tug toy. That's cool. She'll love that. So this is either NXT trading cards from 2016. It says one autograph per box. Ooh. It feels like there's about three. Was well, there only in here. one pack in the one box? Yeah. That's interesting. Let's see. Samoa Joe, not autographed. Alexa Bliss, not autographed. Finn Balor, not autographed. Congratulations. You now own Liv Morgan. Nice. An authentic Liv Morgan Bailey. autograph. Oh, it came off. It was real. It was real. <laughs> I'm joking. It's still on there. Uh, some super chats. Austin Luff, 279. David Arquette for H Champion. Oh, I'd love that. That'd be great. It would, would be great. He would get us on the cover of USA Today. It Could would be great, but a former, Adam Mayhem's my guy. A former WCW champion as H champion that'd be great it would be great but adam mayhem's my guy alex c said i forgot about the entire live stream today i've been playing too much crusader kings 2 never heard of it <laughs> feels good to say that doesn't it yeah we're doing the used, pro wrestling now yeah, instead I used, of the I used gaming. to pay attention to all the video game stuff i don't do that anymore <laughs> max johnson five dollars would you guys eat edibles at starcast if a certain friend obtained them um, we've been asked this question before not at starcast no um, okay, but hold on a second because uh, I'm gonna try to enter into negotiations with Buffalo Wild Wings to have to host a friendo meetup there. All right. Um, and so, if can we do that? Can we do it there? We shouldn't be talking about it right now. Probably. You're probably right. Mm -mm. No, it's a big joke. We're not gonna bring drugs to your establishment. No, we're not. No, we. There, I don't think there's gonna be any opportunity for us to do. Plus, on top of that, like, you know. Oh, look at how many people yeah, are watching. 666. The devil. The devil. Um, yeah, no, I think it's it's illegal in that state. Mm -hmm. So I don't think, like, you know. It's not a good idea. That's playing with fire right there, man. Not a good idea. King Drew, $5. Hey, friendos. Power rank top five Keith Lee WWE feuds. Keith Lee versus Ricochet in NXT. That's tops for me. Okay. Um, Keith Lee versus... Seth Rollins. Okay, so I know this could never happen because they're not going to be on like the same brands, but give me Keith Lee versus Leo Rush. Oh, that'd be great. That's what I want to see. That'd be great. Completely 180 personalities, completely 180 bodies, wrestling types. Yeah. That could be so much yeah, fun. Yeah, that's good. Good idea. Um, Seth Rollins would be good. Yeah. No, we have. Well, those are good. Those are all good. Uh, uh, James McBreen. $5. Triple H has always been 100% 24-7 in the wrestling industry, so the H title should be defended by Adam Mayhem 24-7. No, we need we need some structure to all this. Um, yeah, it's We need not, contracts in place, all that. Yeah. Always, we always do contracts. It's always official. Gilberto Ariano, $5. Uh, I've seen what's been going on with the wildfires in California. 
Hopefully that is far and away from you guys, but we need to push for Bearded Steve. Well, tell that to my genetics, man, because that ain't happening. Yeah, the fires are quite a bit up north, and it's it's awful to see what's happening up there. Yeah, but you know what, man? Guy Fieri apparently has been feeding a bunch of the firefighters up there, and I, I guess it sort of got exposed, so he came out and said, yeah, but apparently initially it was Yeah, he was doing it on the down low, yeah. You know, all the people that are, get, are getting sort of caught being scumbags these days, and I don't know, I haven't done any research on Guy Fieri. Seems like a cool dude, mm-hmm. right? I haven't mm-hmm. heard anything about him being, oh, he's going around grabbing people or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, I th- I mean, just I, a jovial could, dude. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I feel like last time there was some sort of natural disaster. I think he did it before, California. too. He's done that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, so. because he's from the area. He's from Santa Rosa area. Yeah. yeah. yeah so. Man, shout out to Guy Fieri. Absolutely. Hats off to Guy Fieri. Pierce Nipples, yay or nay? Did we know that yet? I'm not going to Never touch found it. Not out. today. No, no. Uh, Michael Carlson, $5. Gargano is NXT's Rocky Balboa. He was an underdog who went the distance against Almas. Now it's his Rocky Three character arc, and he has to find his roots. Well, he's got to be trained by his version of Apollo Creed on the beach, and then they hug with very short shorts. Who's his Apollo Creed? Well, it's former rival, now friend. Like one of the guys from the revival. There you go. Scott that, Dawson. Yeah, sure. Scott Dawson. That works. Shad Media, $2. Power rank top five Hollywood rock feuds for Mania 35. Roman, one through five. Yeah, Roman be great because it might necessitate a. It might generate a Roman heel turn. Mm-hmm. That's what they should do, man. Um, going to the Patreon now. Six sided sexagon. Could Velveteen Dream be a good gimmick for NXT, but not for main roster because of the more fa- uh, casual fan base? Um, try not to blame creative. Uh, I mean, I think that's really what it gets down to is how if they keep his complexity. That he's shown so far in NXT, as far as you know, his complexity of character, I think he'd be fine. The worry is that they would just kind of simplify him to kind of a one-note character, and that would not be fine. So I have a hard time thinking that these days they would stray into territory that's like you know traditionally where the WWE should not be straying when it comes to like sexuality and stuff. Um. I don't know. To be honest, so much, I mean, it's possible. It's possible that even with the creative of Maine, mm-hmm. uh, even if it's like, so SmackDown's got really good creative, right? Yeah, for the most part. There may be something about the intimacy of the NXT Entirely thing. possible. We've seen that before. But the bottom line is he is, number one, there's two things about him that he has going for him, like, completely. He is an amazing wrestler. Yes. He's a fantastic wrestler. And number two, he is very adaptable. Yes. We saw him go from just Patrick Clark, um, try out a number of fairly edgy gimmicks on the house show circuit. Yes. Um, one of which apparently was just, like, simply diehard Trump supporter, I think, which is hilarious. Um, to transitioning to Velveteen Dream. Yeah. He is obviously a very creative guy. Oh, yeah. Super young. Yes. He will be just fine in the end. Yes. The Velveteen Dream character is, I don't know, maybe maybe it's the perfect thing for NXT yeah, and not be. for Maine. We, I don't I know. Said, we've seen that before. Gimmicks that worked really well in NXT up on the main roster did not work yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, Waka Flockamora. Hey, friendos. Longtime pa- patron. First question, though. I was there at NXT TakeOver Chicago. I called... Champa turning on Johnny 
It was also my first time attending a live event. Needless to say, that angle means a lot to me. What other tag teams at NXT do you think can do a similar arc? I kind of think the Street Profits could work, have Dan- Angelo Dawkins grow jealous of all the praise Montez Ford gets, becomes a bully monster heel, and wins the North American title. That way now you make two solo stars instead of a rocker situation. If NXT wasn't signing so many people, if they did, uh, if, if they did this, if NXT moved to Fox Sports 1, remember I mentioned this before, if they moved to Fox Sports 1 and took the cream of the crop, not the developmental, right? And they kept on the network an NXT US mm-hmm. as the, the developmental version mm-hmm. of NXT mm-hmm. sticks around. Street Profits would be perfect at the top of that pile. You know what I know? You know what I mean? Yeah. Right now, with so much good talent vi- available to vie for the North American title, including Keith Lee, obviously Ricochet, Adam Cole, um, all sorts of guys. And if Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle is the per exactly. So I mean, even EC3, although I think he's going to be headed to to Maine after to Maine probably summer, uh, wouldn't after surprise summer me. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. Well, he well, go on, go ahead, finish. Um, they could do something like that with Street Profits. Here's the thing, though, that that really makes the Gargano Champa feud really emotionally affecting is because they have a pretty extensive story that's two, three years deep at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, they were put together as a tag team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they ship an NXT not as is, is, is highly touted prospects, but for they came in as jobbers at first, yeah. as enhancement talent, people to fill out the card. Yeah. And they were put on good matches and people got into them. And, and to kind of have that real organic build and have it and tell the story over the span of three or four years. It's really difficult to duplicate. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, I agree with that totally. The only the only other team I could maybe see would be like and I wouldn't I don't think they'd ever do it because I think War Machine's gonna be like a, a No, here's a team that would do it, it's Undisputed Era. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only team I can think of. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Where there's a fracture amongst them. And because they've all they've all been established prior to NXT as so big solo stars. Mm-hmm. Bobby Fish was a solo guy. He I think I know he fought for the the Ring of Honor title TV before. Title. Yeah. The rest of the guys all had won it. You know, yeah. uh, the the main title, the big title. Yeah. So um, no, that's a, that's a good answer. Um, Jonathan five dollars. If you come to Toronto for an Impact TNA uh, GFW future name mm-hmm. pending taping, I can help coordinate a friendo meetup. He lives downtown. Too sweet, hearty handshake. Thank you, tweet, Jonah. Tweet at us. Tweet at us. There you Jan Smitowich. Smitowich? Author. Uh, great meeting you guys at Strong Style Evolved. I did two years for weed in Illinois. Don't bring weed. Oh, no. Gargano is too tiny for main roster. Discuss. Oh, man. No. Keep your edibles away from me. Yeah. I'm not doing a bid. Yeah. I've seen those shows on TV where yeah. it shows... Oh, man. Woo. Yeah. Walk away from the table, man. If we do a thing at Buffalo Wild Wings, we'll just all have a a beer. Yeah, that's good enough. It's good enough vice for me and like a Mm -hmm. giant burger. Mm -hmm. Um, Gargano, too too tiny for main roster? How tall is he? Uh, I think they say 5'10", 190. So comparable to Finn Balor. Finn Balor size. Comparable to Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's too small. What would you rather do? Have a yeah, never mind. That's not even a question. 
Yeah, no, he needs to be main roster, dude. Yeah. You can't go through this kind of feud. And then just go to 205 Live. You think he's going to win that title at a takeover? I tell you, man, he's going to have, have to have a moment where... Champ's going to have it for a while. No, I think I feel like, well... They're not going to give it back to Aleister Black. No, no, they might. Gargano is for sure not winning it. He's going to yeah. have a moment where he's going to make a choice between really turning completely the dark side and winning that belt or not. Yeah. And I kind of feel like, well... I mean, they could either have him win the title and have him, you know, win the top prize in the company, but reach his lowest point okay, as so, a person. Sorry, we should point out they haven't confirmed on TV yeah. that that's the match. It's kind of obvious that's where it's headed, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, we mm-hmm. can talk about that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Alistair Black, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa. We don't need spoilers to to know yeah, that. Yeah. I w- we would have known that even if, if this was live last night. Yeah, we yeah. would have known that. Um, so I kind of feel like this can either go down that route. And then his redemption has to spring from there. Or during the match, he's going to have a moment where it's that's the decision in front of him. He could be a real a-hole yeah. and win the title or, or, or find a, a way to reclaim the humanity he's lost throughout this feud and go that route instead. Sacrifice a sure win for the sake of retaining what makes him Johnny Gargano. Is there any chance they'd be able to go double turn? Oh, maybe. With him and Champa? Maybe. That'd be ballsy. That would be big time. Like he just gets so brutal with Champa that the crowd just starts booing him. Yeah. Because even during uh, Champa's promo last night, most people were, you know, booing him. But there's a few people cheering oh, him. Oh, no, dude, dude. People love him. Oh, heck yeah. They love him. Heck yes, they do. <laughs> they love him. He is the perfect villain. Really is. Uh, Dorian Moore, $5. Should Montez turn on Angelo, join his wife, and recruit Keith Lee? Um, I mean, I think that'd be a heck of a faction. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, Ricardo Bell, when SmackDown moves to Fridays on Fox, what do you see WWE doing with 205 Live? Me, personally, I would have it taped at full sale. Something like that would be would be outstanding, and that would really be ideal. I just don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know. They seem to not really care. They Right now, they push Miz and Mrs. over 205 Live. I know. And they the, still have more than a year to work out plans for that. The live aspect really, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I I still maintain they should put it in, yeah, like full sale or its own venue or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They need to do something. They need to figure out something with it. But it it does, I think, what it's supposed to do in the ratings. So sort of whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, the glorious broken sound wave. Hello, Stephen Larson. Just a question. Which version of 2K19 are you getting? The standard, deluxe, or the Ric Flair edition, and can you send me your gamer tag to get some games in? Um, probably a deluxe. What's in the deluxe? More than standard. You get to play nice. early too. No. Oh, then yeah, I want the one where I can play early. Yeah, I believe de- deluxe you can play early. Can we do a 24-hour my career stream? I'll answer that. No, I'm not going to stream for 24 hours. But like a five-hour one would be cool. Make our character and see how far we can get in five hours. Oh, that'd hours. be fun. Can we make uh, Luke Dondelinger again? No. People loved Luke. No, Don, they didn't. Don they didn't. Well, people who loved Nobody them watched them a lot. No, they didn't. Nobody like even the people that watched them didn't like them. No, we're going with Steve Thunder. That's my new character. I have no no say in that. I mean, there's, there's nothing about Steve Thunder encapsulates me. It's all you. You can help design the shorts. They have to have Thunder logo on them, though. Steve Thunder. Yeah, it's good. Good. We'll talk about it later. And then you can do some of the voices when they do promos and stuff. Doesn't sound fun for me, Steve. It sounds amazing for you. Yeah, you can help. Gu- How about this? You exclusively guide his path. 
You get to control no, me, I essentially. No, I want to have a, a stake in the character. You know what's funny is that Steve Thunder is something I haven't even rolled out to the public yet. Yeah, I know. I've just been playing it on my own. I've revamped my own My Career Mode as Steve Thunder. <laughs> uh, penultimate Tommy Wiseau. Which wrestlers do you think enjoy the following hobbies? First, model train enthusiast. Hold on a second. When you say penultimate Tommy Wiseau, you have to proceed that Creator with. of the H Championship, yes. Exactly. Model train enthusiast. Who seems like they're really into trains. Who's a detail-oriented guy. You gotta I was going to say Matt Bloom because his former name was A-Train. It's good. Uh, yeah. EC3 because he probably likes to run trains. Could be. <laughs> Two, ham radio. Uh... Who seems Dean like a, Ambrose? Who seems like a yeah okay? He seems like a trucker type. Mm -hmm. They use ham radio. Right? Mm -hmm. Three crochet. Is ham radio the same as CB radio? No, really? ham radio. I think it's just people that do the radio in their backyard or in their garage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, trying to talk to people across the country. <laughs> Three crocheting or knitting Etsy crafts. Mm, Etsy crafts, crocheting, knitting. Need a lot of patience for that, Daniel Bryan. I'd there you go. Bryan. Yeah, that's good. Four going to Sturgis, South Dakota. Eric, Eric Bischoff. Bischoff. Five, stamp collecting. Well, that's really nerdy. So I would say Daniel Bryan also, but he feel he seems like more of a creation guy. Yeah. Who collects stamps? Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Six, acrylic painting. But they're Brock Lesnar. But they're exclusively from the Civil War era. Brock Lesnar acrylic painting of all... Uh, Did they have uh, postage stamps in the Civil War? Well, they probably had mail. Did they? I think. I don't remember. Was it still all telegraphed back then? When, what was the, when was the Pony Express? I don't remember. Look that up. Acrylic painting, Brock Lesnar. Siri, when was the Pony Express? Brock Lesnar painting all sorts of Pioneer Days type pictures. That's what he does. Backwoodsman. Yeah, Backwoodsman. That can't be right. <laughs> the answer is 1986. Pony Express got its start in the mid-80s. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Benjamin Franklin served as Postmaster General until 1776. Um. Oh, okay. So they did have stuff back then. Okay, yeah. cool. Right on. But I don't know when it was like a national thing. CM Punk finds an inadmissible in court. Who would you put on a team of wrestlers and wrestling personalities to face Undisputed Era in character to have the most entertaining episode of Family Feud ever? Who, who are you a bigger fan of, Ray Combs or... Oh, Richard Dawson. Yeah, Richard Dawson was the man. I think he's still alive, too. That'd be incredible Isn't if he was. Isn't that crazy? He'd be, he has to be super old. No, he's. I think he passed away not that long ago. For the longest time, he was alive because I thought it was crazy that he was still no, alive. No, I think within the last, like, three years. Uh, 2012! Oh, six years. Survey says he was 79. He was only 79? When was he born? He was born in 32. What year was Running Man? 85. 85, 86. So he was in his 50s? Yeah, oh, he was in his 50s. Okay. So the, I mean, the answer is one of two teams. Is it New Day or is it the Elite? Well, he's throwing out there Scott Steiner, Baron Corbin, Lex Luger, and Trent Beretta. I mean, Trent, yeah, Trent and Chuck, but maybe Steiner, but the other, other ones, no. Luger um, would be the dullest. Yeah. I don't think he'd have any good answers. I'm telling you, New Day versus Undisputed Era. That'd yeah, be outstanding. That'd be really good. Outstanding. That'd be really good. Or the elite. Yeah. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. Cool. Yeah, oh, all that's good. We're over an hour. Nice. Anyways, 
Uh, any more super chats? Here? No. No. <laughs> no. 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 Stop asking stupid questions. Anyways. That's it for show. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. Appreciate it. Patrons, we got a very special episode of Post Show Yay or Nay coming up next. Yep. yep. Uh, that should be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I say it's a very special episode. There's nothing special about Same it. Same as all the other ones. Same, just dicking around. It seems like it should be more structured than previous post shows, but it's really not. We're getting there. We're getting there. Slowly. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for now. Thanks for everybody. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. So thanks for everybody. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.